Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the full Jacob, the full Jacob, only a few will understand and appreciate what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, what's up, everybody? This is Diamond D. Representing Digging in the Crates, and I'm right here chilling on Bodega Fresh with my homegirl Nadine, alright? Lock it in. The Brownville, West Brooklyn Trooper, the cop D Mountain 
mountain mover, the fake basher, the Mr. Brain Smasher, the ass waxer, the drunk money, the money stasher, gun blast and razor slasher, the human asthma, breath taker, body dumb waster, the Glock cocker, the block locker, the rock chopper, the shot popper, the jock cock blocker, the face splitter, human disgrace getter, the lady shitter, phone joner, sneak over fucking babysitter, the chronic smoking, gun toting, hearse initiated, crack supplier, the human drug generator, the honey gamer, the chicken tricker, the slicker, long dick pussy sticker, the ready to bust that ass kicker, the track maneuverer, the box barrier, the off the dome rapper, the C74 ox carrier. The gun seller, the chest sweller, the sticked up smack bank teller, the money back dweller, the stitch provider, the guest rider, the clip inserter, the bullet shooter, experter, the man next to murder, the whole big sister, the cunt man, the out on one clan, the stun hitter in 34 days, and the month man, the front man, the Brooklyn representer, the beat down center, the two brothers, the hottest niggas out this fucking winter, the girl cheater, the beat fast beater, the street sweet keeper, the body, the concrete meter, the blood skeeter, the weed smoker, the liver Choker, the spot stockbroker, the rocket picture poser, the car scrambler, Roy, you flush, same suit, poker gambler, nasty amateur, damager, snap master without the camera. Camera, the big guzzler, the slug to your mug tussler, the drug juggler, the crazy thug hustler, the Lexus warner, the chain ring and bracelet flaunterer, the chamber smoker, the mansion having sauna soaker, the corner stander, the style crammer, the takeover spot block commander, the glock on cock handler, the razor spitter, the fast old cash flow getter. The transmitter, North Carolina vagina hitter. The ass kicker, the internal hawk dog sticker. The red scope body hitter, hang with digger and the booty lickers. The trigger happy, father gun call a happy. My gun blow out, create wave patterns to keep your hair nappy. To the death sticker, MOP bell ringer. How about some hardcore fan singer? The jam swinger, the nautical wearer, the car canal man. The Mr. Get Jig, the fly man, notorious ready to die man. The Noah killer, the expert slayer, the white girl gang banger, the virgin Mary fucker, the Jesus hanger, the vital kicker, the drug dealer and title stripper, the idol flipper, the cross breaker and Bible ripper, the black history thriver, the racial thinker, the nine and nine, the five bobber, the jaw sinker, the hell fighter, the revelation writer, the Egyptian spirit and writer, the black body back tire, the money stasher, the nigga crapper, the AKA club basher, my brother got a record bracker, the battle spinner, the grand prize winner, the life and death beginner, the 95 and the stay highway to heaven. The cocaine cooker, the hookup on your hooker hooker, the 35 cent shorts on my two for fives overlooker, the rap burner, the ice, the Tina Turner, ass whipping learner, the hitman, the money earner, the talent just without the derma, me and my little brother, the cop me back, bust me off nigga undercover, the Glock to your head pursuer, the big daddy Kane, little daddy Shane overdo it. Go! 
Bringing the noise, bringing the funk. Nowadays my priorities ain't based on fun I'm trying to cop some old property And a case of them guns Sick society's got guru protecting his fans Fuck potential, I got my own protection plan Respect me man, I'm on a mission so to speak You're too dumb to play a position So you leave I'll trade your meat, faggot vacate the street Gangstar, first man of TS, we way deep And even if you had a thought to move on us I fire power will devour, bitch, you chew on dust Slow death, no breath, hollow have you gasping you rich just for you, we got a lavish casket Call a savage bastard, using all means necessary It's only customary, it's you we got to bury We're dead, your homo thug network Headshots make your neck jerk My marksman on the roof, he's an expert Who got a problem? It's already been established I come through your town with a pound like a savage Still throwing down on the ground that I'm average Can I hear for a gangster? Yeah, it's always some shit, but it's always a clip To reroute the doubts and see what you're about Your homeboys are snitching, your boss man's a bitch We taking over these bricks Just doing underhanded shit I'll shoot you in your abdomen, you fraud You moving like a blow with the sack of shit And you deserve a hole In the back of your motherfucking head The doctor can't fix on the concrete We palm heat like soldiers Spit one in your whip and flip your shit over Keep in mind, whatever the nonsense It's only as good as the nigga behind it We got guns, guns What's going on, niggas and bitches? It's your girl, Lady Luck, and you are now tuned in to Bodega Fresh Radio, where we're talking about everything from independent artists to you bitches out there with fake booty shots and fake titties. Hey, Nadine, tell these niggas to keep it locked. Speak up. You're turning everybody on with your sex operator voice. Meow. Bodega Fresh. Fresh. Let you didn't expect this one. Bodega, Bodega, fresh, fresh. Oh yeah. We does this, baby. Go we connect day. Ladies and Heavy Buddha, coming straight up out the sewer. I grew up with a crew of suitor friends. Call us losers, but we proved we was winners. Graduated on a school. Now we make the power movement. Our tunes be the gritty act. The fumes we consume just for New York City. Right in Apple. Our guns be the pretty act. Keep a rubber grip on this yard. Niggas is glitter. Oh, stepping out the brownstone. Three pound guard zone. You can act like you don't know. But get your mind blown. Niggas don't play me. Play nigga million. Chances of winning and living is more appealing. Big beard savage, big bank addict. LG and the bulldog, I gotta have it. You can drag away, niggas get shot every day. That's why I stay with yeah. my PNC and crazy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, crazy Drake. Smith and Wesson. Crazy Drake. Yo, these niggas they know that I'm back, man. Crazy Drake. Yeah, we represent a lot. 
Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine is back on the scene, Sunday, 7 o'clock. This is the third Sunday, and it's already August, y'all. I'm kind of feeling like it's about to be September with this weird weather we have in New York. I don't know if y'all experiencing it, but it's a little chilly out here. But my guest tonight is going to warm it up. I have none other than M.O.P.'s Billy Dan's on the line. Welcome to the show, Billy. <laughs> What's up, Mama? How you feeling? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. Thank you so much for blessing the show with your presence. I really appreciate it. I really do. I know you're busy and you're out there doing so many different things, you know. Not key, okay, because you guys are still busy as well. You've been shooting a couple of videos this summer I've been seeing. But what really what I really want to touch upon is this new company that you have, where you are actually, as we were saying before, playing the hero. And I'm talking about the company We Build Hits. This is your company, yes? Yes, We Build Hits is my company. Um, <clears throat> it's something I started about a year and a half ago, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And um, I started the company with the idea of um, doing what should have been done a long time ago, and that's helping uh, worthy artists actually get in a position to win. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being being from my era of music, like there was one time where myself, JT, Nas, Biggie, um, Onyx, you know, whoever came out in that era, like we would actually bump into each other on the train going to the studio. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you get in the studio with people and you hear all of these, these, um, these uh, predictions that they'll have uh, about when they get their foot in the door, when they get situated, how they're going to come back and help out the other artists in the neighborhood or um, right. if that helps. And the truth is, nobody never really did it. So wow. um, as an international artist myself, going to places I can't even pronounce sometimes, uh, getting off the stage and seeing the passion of backstage or behind the, the venue where there's kids freestyling or something like that. And sometimes I, I wouldn't even know what they're saying because of the language barrier, but I can feel right. the passion. And I could have, a, I got a clear understanding that some of these cats will wrap circles around the top dudes. The only problem is nobody knows it. So, you know, I feel like it's my duty uh, to keep hip-hop alive and keep pushing it forward and help these artists out uh, in any way that I can. Wow, that's that's amazing because, I mean, you know, there there's some people that that do reach out and then it seems to collapse in some kind of way, you know. Like I'm gonna use maybe G Unit for an example, you know. It seemed like Fifty did reach back and he brought his boys on, you know what I mean, and uh, worked it out for them and and gave him the opportunity to shine. But for some eyeball reason, things fall apart. Why do you think that is with some, you know, groups of people that reach back? Well, I think I think what really happens with that is, is I, 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 mean, I, I don't I never have anything bad to say about my people, meaning where right. I come from, and not just Brownsville, but these urban communities that we come from. Um, sometimes it's hard to see past on a small scale. It's hard for you to see past a dime bag of weed. Um, right. It's kind of hard for dudes to see outside of their neighborhood or outside of what they know. So, mm. um, what we wind up doing as bootleg CEOs, <laughs> what they wind up <laughs> doing is creating these record labels. And label is the is the key here because most of these labels are labeled as. Um, this style of music or that style of music. Um, with Death Row, you had this this gangster style of music. With nice. uh, G Unit, you had like this rugged kind of just street style of music. Uh, with Rockefeller, you had 
the glossy kind of music or whatever. Um, right. And this is no disrespect to either one of the, these companies or the company owners because they did really well for themselves. They re- did really well for the artists. They made a ton of money. They changed their lives and they changed the lives of a lot of people. But right. those those labels were labels that as those for those for that sound for that kind of music. And the problem is when that kind of music dies, the whole label dies. Mm. There's nowhere else for it to go. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So what, what I yeah. did with, what I did with uh, my company, We Build Hits, is just that. I wanted to build a company that builds hit records regardless to what sound of music it is. Over here at We Build Hits, we have everything from traditional hip-hop to uh, rock, to, to rock rap, to pop um, because I don't ever want this to die. Like, this is something that years from now, I want my grandkids or great-grandkids to be able to run and continue to put good music out. Um, if you look at the majors, that's how the majors keep going because the the same major that'll have uh, 2 chains will be mm-hmm. the same major that'll have a Janet Jackson. Or Rihanna, or you know what I mean. Right. So it'll be different genres, sounds of music, right? That keep the that keeps it going. So that's what we're doing. That we build hits. We 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 have it all. That's the slogan. We got it all, and we do. Nice, very nice. Now, what are some of the roadblocks that you find in building this company? What are some of the things that frustrate you about you know? working with it and, you know, helping your artists, you know, get through and having people hear them? Um, Well, the first thing is um, when my publicist or my manager or my assistant gives someone a call and says that, you know, Billy wants to, you know, see if he can get on the line and talk some business about um, his company. And automatically they go, oh, it's Billy Dance, it's MOP, it's Brownsville, Brooklyn, it's Hardcore, it's Annie Up. It's got to right. be hard as hell. It's maybe too hard for me. So without even um, giving it a fair shot or listening to the artists that we have, they automatically go, if it's Billy Dance, it got to be street music. Uh, mm-hmm. Not equipped to handle that, or I don't want to deal with the dude because he may black out and hit somebody in the mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, they won't even take like have a conversation? You know, no, they, some, most of the guys do. Most of the, well, the big big companies they do but mm-hmm. like the the um the what do we call them indie majors they don't right. they they really don't have they don't really want to talk about it until they actually stumble across one of the artists uh maybe if we pushing it online or something or getting it out to the radio then they come right. back and want to talk um mm. so that's that's kind of just one of the obstacles uh, and that's really the main one. But that's like everything that's negative to me is fuel. Because, right. you know, they told me the same thing. I, I ain't going to say no names, but a few <laughs> big wigs in the business told us the same thing about MOP. And here we are 20 something years later, still yeah. um, doing 70 shows a year, still putting out records, still getting deals, and uh, amongst other things. So. Um, I don't let that discourage me because I believe in the artists that we have over here. Um, like I said, we got everything from traditional hip-hop to pop music and everything in between. So any playlist that uh, anywhere in the world, we have some music that can play on that playlist and will not be out of place. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, how do you even decide who to put on your roster? Because... I know that there are, like, so many talented people all over the world, and, and you travel all over the world. So what makes you decide to even go with someone and say, you know what, I'm going to put you on my label? Well, it's, it's very simple. First, uh, it depends on what mode I'm in at, at that time when I, when I first meet that artist or hear from that artist. If I'm in my artist mode, and I hear a record and I could say, damn, why didn't I think of that? Or shit, mm-hmm. I should have did that. That's somebody I want to work with. 
If I'm in mm. my company head mode, then I got to think about what I already have. Um, and you know, if, if, if it's something that I already have, I don't, I don't really want to sign into the company because uh, I don't want my artists to ever compete with each other. Right. Um, so that's why I have, you know, guys that do pop and guys that do traditional hip hop and guys that do, you know, the young boy rap thing, uh, because I don't want them to compete with each other. So, uh, you know, I, I was very careful about the cats that I chose. I just um, listened to what they had and see where that can fit in the music industry and how does that work for us that we build hits. And really, it's very important to never let my artists compete with each other. Like, if you listen to a lot of artists that's on the same label, they, they all kind of all sound alike, which is really right. ridiculous to me because you're kind of, like, you're making them compete with each other. Like, if, they don't yeah. compete, if they're not competing with anyone else, you know, they're really, they're competing with, with each other first. And then they got to compete with the thousands of, up and coming artists that's out there, so right. I don't think I think that's they got less of a chance of becoming uh, really big and getting what they actually worth um, financially or uh, the stardom that they deserve if they got a community yeah. of people that's standing right next to them. And that that um, creates like this like odd environment too for the artists, yeah. you know. And here they are, like I'm competing with my own label mate. And that's even more pressure for them. And, you know, they may not even get out the gate due to the pressure, you know. What are um, some of the things that, that we build hits? Like, back in the days, you know, when record labels would get an artist, they would really, like, lean on them and kind of, like, guide them on how to handle certain situations. And that's falling off big time, like now labels are like looking for somebody that's already established their fan base and they're just trying to come in and, and take advantage of the situation. As right. we build hits, do you guys take time to mentor, really like mentor your artists and let them know like this is what you're going to expect, this is how it's going to be? Is that happening? Of course. Well, that's where it starts. And that's where, because, you know, first I'm an artist. So um, I get to talk to my artists on a daily basis. And I talk to them about the 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 ups and downs of the business, the you know the 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 underhandedness that happens from most people in the game. I talk to them about their publishing and how you know sometimes like they don't know like you get a you know your, your contract could be twenty pages, but it can be one word. It could be at uh, and or. Uh, mm -hmm. or something like that that'll change it could be on the last page and it'll change the every one of the the, the, the 19 pages before that so you gotta kind of be careful and you also need to know like these cats need to know like the publishing you can do a bad deal with publishing you sign it all over for the standard in the business was always you sign it over and what they don't realize is that you can't get it back for 75 years. So, 75 years? Old, 75 years. Oh, at, my goodness. Um, at 25 years old, you got to be 100 years old to get it back. And the way the kids smoke and drink and doing all this molly and all of this shit these days, how can they yeah. get to 100? By the time that 100 years is up, they're, uh, they'll have great-grandkids under their, you know, from their from their children, their children's children, and nobody else right. know to go and, and get that money. So that money will go back to the family of the cat that fucked you out of it 75 years prior. And see, those are little things that artists are just is not even aware of, like how the business works, you know? Even though, you know, over the years... I, People, they rap about it. They tell you, like, how shady the industry could be. But for some oddball reason, it doesn't deter the artists from trying to sign with a major label and not understanding the dynamics of these contracts, you know? Right. Well, it's not only the majors. It's everybody that's, that's doing it. 
see a lot of right. because the, the, that's how the record company, the, the, the record industry was designed so that the companies can win and the artists become the star and most stars die broke. Mm. Like uh, most of them die broke. Um, but the cat that runs the comp that ran the company that owned owned the company, when he dies, his family is well off because he's nice. still his family's still getting your money. And you you died broke, and your kids are broke, and their kids are broke. It's like Cadillac nice. Records. You know what I mean? Like Money Waters made all of the music, created yeah. all of the music, but you know the guy that was running the company. He died with all the money. Mm. So, you know, um, these, these artists really kind of have to understand that. I mean, we, we all know that you have to make money with someone. My thing is, <clears throat> I don't want people to make more money off of Billy Dance than Billy Dance is making off himself. It doesn't right. make sense to I'm putting in a lot of work, and I give you your credit for putting in your work, but I'm actually out here busting my ass doing a lot of this work. So I should get at least the lion's share of it. Um, right. So, you know, at, at We Build Hits, like I talked to, I talked to the artists about all of this. Um, I talked to them about situations that I know of personally um, from friends of mine that was in the business. Uh, some cats that you don't hear anymore because they simply can't put a record out because of the bum deal that they did 15 years ago. You know what I mean? So, you know, so I, I, we talk to them about all of that. And another thing that we do at We Build is, like, we give our artists, you know, we don't do record deals. Like, some of the artists come to us and just want record deals. And mm-hmm. I've actually helped them. Uh, I put them in contact with people to help them build their own company. So they actually have their own company. So We Build Hits is a is a company, a parenting company, but it's basically a coalition, and every artist is a boss. They own their own company. So, you know, three years from now, if they feel like they want to put their mic down and take a little break for a while, they can continue putting artists through their company um, and make money like that. But the stipulations is you have to be fair to everybody that you bring in this game because... One thing I don't want to do is I don't want to go through a town where any one of the artists that's under We Bill Hits is from, and people in that town are going, there's Billy, that's the dude that's fucked over, yada, yada, yada. I prefer yeah. to go, there's Billy, that's the dude that helped out the homie and put the homie in position. Right. That's what I need. In position to I win, need. exactly. Exactly. We need them to get him, get him in position to win, and that's how we get that hero stamp, dollar. <laughs> How important is um, having a team around you as an artist? There are a lot of artists that I know that, um, well, you know, it's it's hard to be in the studio and um, and pay your rent and uh, try to get your name out there and everything. So they really, a lot of artists that I know don't want to invest, or they're just like, I can't invest in a team, like, or a PR person or something like that because, well, I have to pay my rent. Or, you know, they may already be a parent. But how important is it to have a team, though? It's it's very important because you're only one person. And even though some of us or a lot of us are good at multitasking, we're not that good. You cannot focus on... You can't focus on making an incredible record if you have to focus on doing your own PR, if you have to focus on setting up your own tours. Like, there's no way you can... It's like trying to do 10 things. You know, if you try to do 10 things at one time, you'll never get one thing right. Right. So, if you're an artist, you need to be an artist. Um, and, and we all, you know, a lot of us, one time or another, get this thought in our head, like, you know, later for it, I could do it all myself. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it was that way because a lot of artists would be in a better position. Um, but uh, another thing is, like, we got too many bosses. But, you know what I'm saying? That, that makes you a boss. You got to be a boss of your own shit. Uh, we yeah. got too many bosses. Too many, too many bosses, uh, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Like, we need people on the ground to, to handle things that we can't handle because we can't be. 
we could only be in one place at one time. We can't be scattered around like that. You'll run yourself thin, and you'll also get so frustrated with it that you'll give up. Yeah, you know you'll I mean? just so hey, you gotta I have that team. You, you basically need you need them cheerleaders. You need cheerleaders, not yes men. You need people right. to say, keep going, keep pushing, keep fighting. You know what I mean? You, you're an artist. You go ahead and you be an artist. I do PR. I'm going to go ahead and do PR. You do writing. Right. You go ahead and do writing or you go ahead and do radio. Don't do do not do three or four things at a time. You need a team. To every, every, every big major, I don't care if it's a sports event, I don't care if it's a, a, a Grammy Award, a Tony Award, an Emmy Award, all that happens. Because a team of people was around whoever received that award or whoever received that MVP. Exactly. Cannot be done on your own. And I stress that a lot when um, I talk to artists or artists are frustrated about, you know, let's say somebody of the same caliber as them is, you know, they're out there, they're, they're touring or they're getting gigs overseas and they're like, why can't I get that? I have hits under my belt, you know, and I say, well, you know, you you don't have a manager per se, but you don't have PR, and, you know, you don't have a team, and it's really important, and I know you can't afford a team per se, but I think you could build a team around you, and you could figure it out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to be willing to play ball and don't don't allow people to, to frustrate you enough for make you feel like see it's those yes men too the yes men and, and one thing I noticed about people that's not in the business nowadays if you look online you see all of these people making these comments about you know if somebody put a record out they go yo if he would have did this like this and did that like that and when he dropped that he should have did this after this how the fuck do you know you don't know right. the business at all you know so it's like Every little Joe Schmo around the planet feel like they, they got this business down to a science. You know what I mean? And this is like, it's, like it's not even any fans no more feel like. Like all, all the fans are rappers who are either supposed to be A&Rs or got their own companies. and You know what I mean? Like everybody feel like they know this business. Like you do not know this business. There's a lot about this business that's not on the surface that you would have to be in real deep to see. You know what I mean? So even a lot of the stars right now don't know the business. Mm. It'll take you at least 10 years of studying. I mean, studying constantly, day in, day out, to really know this business. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you look at the look at the big the big stars in the business now that's running that's supposed to be running their own companies. Their companies are just starting to do well, but they've been in the business 10, 15 years already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they knew the business, you know, if they knew the business, then it would have worked out back then. It's just, it's just not that easy. People think it's easy no. because it, you know, I guess they listen to the, to the, um, the, 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 the kind of music. I wouldn't say well, not the kind, but the, the caliber of music that's being put out, like this effortless music. So people feel like yeah. they can just go in the studio and do anything, put it out, and it'll work. Uh, yeah. Like there's just peers to the music business. There's peers. So mm-hmm. if you if it's working in your neighborhood, that's good, but that's not good enough. If it's working in your city, that's good, but that's not good enough. If it's working in your country, that could be good enough, but there's gonna be a lot of work for it to work in your country. So you gotta go through these peers to get to the to the uh to the platform that you need. To catapult yourself to superstardom, it just don't happen like that. That easy, right? You know, and it's not something that happens immediately either. There's a lot of work to to put in. There's a lot of things to create, and you know, there's how do you want your fans to perceive you? How do you want them to see you? What is what is it that you want the fan? to walk away with when they hear you, you know. There's so many right. things that go into being an artist, and a lot of artists, especially young artists that are coming into the industry and things like that, and, and even some that are not young that might have already been in the industry, don't really right. think like that, you know. Like when I ask, like, well, what do you want your fans to, to know about you? What do you want them to walk away with after they, you know, hear your interview or listen to your album or whatever? And they're like, yeah, I want my fans to know I'm the shit. 
or you know I make hits and you know I'm like okay that's not what is that you know what I mean that's not really <laughs> what you should be thinking about your fan walking away with like there's so many like you said there's so many tears to it you know and I remember saying to an artist like okay you know, I was like, there's a lot of people that could sing or that could rhyme and, and, you know, that could arrange music. So what is it exactly that's special about you that the fan is going to be like, I'm going to stop and listen to this person. Let me see what, what they're saying, you know. What do you want them to walk away with? What do you stand for, you know? And they're like, what do I stand for? I could sing. My voice is going to say it for me. Like, no, no. There's much more to it than that. Like, what are you concerned about? Are you concerned about domestic violence or what is it that you personally, you know, represent in as, as a woman, as a man, or what is it, you know, because that's what's going to make you even more interesting. It's not just the music. There's so much more right. to of it. Of course, of course, of course. I, I call it the, uh, I use the Million Man March analogy when I say, um, like, if you went to, if you went to the Million Man March when it happened, um, you probably won't remember anybody that was there because there was a million people. And whoever was on the podium looked down and seen all these people in these red hats or these red shirts. They would never know who was there. No, no matter how much, because there was a very monumental moment that happened at that time. But they won't remember you. And if you're the only one that got on a blue shirt and there's another 999,000 people in red shirts, we're going to remember you because you're different. Right. Something's different there. You know what I mean? Everybody's doing right. the same thing. It's not that catchy. It's not that, you know, it's not that special if you're doing what everybody else does. And, you know, these yeah. artists got to understand, too, you got to say to yourself, like, do you want to... Do you want to be known for being like the greatest MC ever? Or do you want to feed your family? You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. they look at the TV and they go, you know what? I want that car that this dude had in a video. I want to live in that kind of house. I want my women to look like the ones that's twerking on the video. Here's the thing. Mm. The, 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 the car is rented for yep. the day. The house is rented by the hour. And the chicks don't even know the artist. So, nope. <laughs> you know, that that none of that's really real. It's just to get you excited so you can go and buy the record. I hate to say this, but it's, it's the truth. And it's, it's not just now. It's always happened. It's been around forever. But people are so easy to brainwash that it's ridiculous. Now, yeah. even myself, including, I was... And I'm still, I still am easy to brainwash, but I happen to have been brainwashed in a time, in the era of Pooji Rap, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, KLS1, nice. Scarface, and I was brainwashed. Uh, they gave me what they gave me, what they wanted me to, to, to feel is what they gave me, and they gave me dope lyrical content, and they gave me passion in the songs. And that's what I took from that. Nowadays, right. um, my daughter, my my daughter right now, I, I go in the living room and I listen to, you know, every time I come downstairs, there's a new little dude on, on, on the TV. She's like, this is hot, Dad. Okay, that's hot. So what that says is 10 years from now, 15 years from now, one of these artists that sound like every other artist is going to be considered to be actually really the greatest of all times in her eyes and she's going to have the same passion for that kid that I have for Rakim and Starfix. Um, but it's just the brainwash thing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. I was brainwashed by the great, they're being brainwashed by trash. I mean, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's really baffling me how the, the formula still works when it comes to the videos, like with the cars and the, the big booty girls and the chains and the houses. And I'm like, this is still working because they're putting out these videos that have actually nothing to do with whatever they're saying in their rhyme, but it's the same look and the same action. And I'm like, how does this keep working? I don't even understand that. I mean, I don't even get it, you know, or how I, to, I, I well, then that, that's another generation of, of hip hop lovers in a different, right. 
a different genre of hip hop. So I guess that's new but to no. them, but it's not new to you us. Know I don't know. I enjoy I enjoy the big rope chains that run DMC War and the, the cars that rock him and them drove. I enjoy all of that. That's excited me the same way these kids are being excited. Now, mm-hmm. the the thing about it is, these kids today, same with us, and, and just people. Period. Like we're fascinated with what we, what we, what we're not, or what we're not used to seeing. So, right. if you take, if you take, uh, there's a young lady by the name of Twanette who mm-hmm. is incredible. She's an incredible singer, and I think. I think she she will possibly be able to outsing Rihanna or or be just as good as Rihanna. She's a beautiful girl. She's from Bermuda. Uh, her songs mm-hmm. are great. Um, she can't she can't get a break because nobody's getting behind her to put that 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 financial backing there to to rent the house, to rent the cars, to rent the you know whatever she needs done, the studio and everything. Right. And then you have another another way you can look at it is um, I think Cole can really sing. Oh, yeah. Um, make great records. Um, and then there's Alicia Keys. I think she could, I think she, I, I, don't, I don't know if she could sing, sing, though. I think she just makes amazing records. Right? Right. But, Definitely. But, uh, but Tisha Cole feels like a chick from up to block and Alicia Keys feel like a star yeah. even though they're both chicks from up the block yeah you know what I mean but Alicia yeah. Keys feel like a star uh Cole feel like you know you can go to the store and you can just see her like boom like you know what I'm saying like, yeah. like yeah she is with, even with the president like George Bush or any other president we had felt like the president of the United States I love Barack Obama, but it feels like you walk in the store and Barack Obama will be in there buying a Lucy or some shit. So, <laughs> if you, if you, like, they're on talk shows, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've never seen that from president. I know. No, I know he's not as often. He's a grounded man, and I mm-hmm. love that about him. He's a grounded man. But some people, if you, even on, on the news, if you... If you see if you see the news reporters talk about them, they'll call them Obama. They won't call yeah, they won't say President Obama. President, right? Right. They always said President Bush. They always mm-hmm. said President Clinton, President Nixon, President Kennedy. But they say Obama because right. it feels like just an average person. Right. Like so, that's. That's your boy next door. Like exactly. he's your homie. So that's the, you know, it's the same thing with the music. If you make people believe that you're a star, if you constantly tell me that you're a star, I have nothing else to think but you're a star. Right. You know what I mean? If you, if you paint, it's all, and in this business now, it's all about perception. If the perception right. is this is the most incredible thing in the world, then that's what we're going for. It happened with Drake, but before we... Before it was perceived to us that Drake was the most incredible thing in the world, there was a time where he was just in Toronto just rapping like all the other kids. Same with Jay-Z. Yeah. Same with Little Wayne. Same with him. Mm-hmm. Same with everybody in the business. You know what I mean? But when it comes to that extra keep it real thing, sometimes we fall into that mode where keeping it real goes all the way to fuck wrong. And you just don't get what it is that you deserve out of the business. Right. You don't get the light that you're supposed to be in, you know. And exactly. I mean, for, for a man to be, again, like the first black president in the history of America, um, it just feels like he's so familiar, you know. Like, oh, i call Barack right now if I wanted to, you know. Like, and then exactly, and that's how they make you feel, him and his wife. They make you feel as if, they are they're part of your family that's a little far away, but you, you're going to see them at Christmas time, you know? Right. All right. You, you know what? Another thing, too, like when it comes to these kids today, um, I'm happy about Daisy's, the 50 Cent, the Diddy's, the, you know, 
Master P, Damon Dash. You know, I'm happy about that because the kids today, they can actually look at that and they can go, you know, somebody from where we're from did this, made it this far, so we have a good chance. When we were kids, we had, you know, the artists that we had, you know, there was Prince Michael Jackson, whoever it was, um, mm -hmm. the basketball players, they were Magic Johnson, Dr. J, uh, you know, all of these dudes that felt like, even though they were from the neighborhood we were from, they just felt so far away. They felt, it, was, it was so far the reach to become them. You know what I mean? Now, mm -hmm. fast forward, Allen Iverson, with Allen Iverson have invited me to his party. And I'm going, holy shit. Like, this is amazing because I guarantee you, uh, Dr. J didn't do this for the homies on the block. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, 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 it's now the kids have a better shot and a better look at um, how easy it is to become successful because the cats that come from the same street that we come from are, are now millionaires throughout the business and throughout sports and everything like that. So they got a better chance. They got a better view on uh, how easy it is to make it. Not easy, but how possible it is going to happen because the cats mm -hmm. that come from our same neighborhoods are now multi-millionaires and they're in winning positions. I love that about today. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing to see, especially from our yep. people, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to jump away from We Build Hits because you know I got to touch on what's going on with MOP. And, you know, I got to let them know the latest before I let you even get off the line. I want to know um, what's happening with MOP. I know you guys been shooting a couple of videos this year, so lay it on me. Yep, well, MOP, we got this new project we, uh, we're about to release on Halloween Day. And it's titled after the first single we put out featuring Mob Deep, which is Street Certified. Um, nice. We just released a single. We just kind of leaked a single out there maybe about two weeks ago. It's called 187, produced mm -hmm. by Lil Fame, a.k.a. Fizzy Woe. Um, right. And the record's getting great response. Uh, we just, I just got the, um, what may be the final cut of the video yesterday. So I'm uh, just kind of going over that, making sure everything is in place. And we're probably going to fire the video off maybe over the weekend or, or maybe early next week. Um, oh, so, yeah, three certified uh, Halloween day. Uh, after that, you'll get another full-length MOP album. Then after that, you'll get an MOP and DJ premiere album. Oh, oh, that's going to be, oh, my goodness. I got to anticipate that because... Anything with MOP and DJ Premier, oh my goodness, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you find, like, you've been in the business as MOP for 20-some-odd years, and like you said, you're still touring 70 cities a year. You know, do you find that amazing? Like, did you think that it would be like this 25 years later? No, no, you know what? I actually... I had no clue that none of this was ever going to happen. Um, it's strange, but I got a record deal with half of a record. And the record was a half of a record. The record wasn't finished because when I went in to do the record, that was my very first time in a studio. Nice. And we came up with a record called How About Some Hardcore. And I had put one verse <laughs> and half of the second verse and I used so much energy putting these verses down. And I had a sore throat, and uh, I had Damn. never rapped that hard before because I'd never been actually in a booth before. Right. Uh, for that, you know, and, and then a week later, uh, with half of a record done, um, I got a record deal. The record wasn't even finished. So that was something that I was, was really unexpected. Um, mm -hmm. Believe my block... Um, not in a box or in handcuffs was unexpected. Right. Um, to travel the world, to actually get on an airplane and go somewhere other than was unexpected. Mm. Um, to make money from something other than hustling, scrambling, and gambling and stealing <laughs> was, was <laughs> unexpected as well. So, you know, I had 
like my days, uh, my basketball dreams, my NBA dreams was gone. My um, my boxing dreams were gone. Um, so all I had was I sad, but all I had was a pistol and some hope that somebody would come by that I could rob, or uh, some hope that I could I could sell enough work that I could you know continue to make buy. a move. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so none of this was expected. Now I'm grateful as hell. Like you know, right now I'm sitting in my car and I'm sitting in my driveway and. I'm just I'm looking at my house as I'm talking to you, and my mm-hmm. house is the size of my old building. And uh, wow, it's it's beautiful to me. You know what I mean? So I I can sit here and I I you know I can turn the lights on. I got deers. I got bears walking around my property. I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's 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 a beautiful thing. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. Um. And, you know, I follow you on Facebook. You guys, if you're, you're on Facebook, Billy Dance is on Facebook, you can follow him. I see some of your posts. You, you have some beautiful dogs, by the way. You know, I saw your, <laughs> one of your babies was, his eyes was all allergic because the kids weren't watching what he was doing, you know. So it's amazing to see um, MOP still in the business and still touring. I love that. You know, I love the respect that you get all over the world. It's it's just a beautiful thing, and I'm I'm so proud that you guys are still doing it. I'm happy to see that you're reaching back and um, making you know people's dreams come to fruition for them and their music. That's a beautiful thing, and I'm looking forward to hearing everybody that's on the label. One guy I I just recently heard some music that you're featured on was uh Lucci Loner. He's on Rebuild Hits as well. Lucci Long, yep, he's from Philly, yep. Nice. Now, is everybody that's on the roster, are they here in the States, or are they just from all over the world? Well, well, we have we have eight artists right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking into other artists in Germany and all these other, other countries, and European countries, but right now we have eight artists, and they're scattered around uh, America, from uh, seven different cities in America, and... Uh, one artist out of Toronto, um, Canada, and right. um, like like I said, we got every sound from traditional hip hop to pop music. We have. Uh, I just want to kind of give you the, the rundown of the lineup if I can. Um, okay. From Toronto, Canada, we have an artist named Tona who can do everything: traditional hip hop. He can twerk music. He can do radio-friendly music, mainstream music. He can do it all. Um, Ron Vey. Ron Vey is from Atlanta. Ron Vey, in my eyes, Ron Vey is that cross between B.O.B., J. Cole, and what Talib Kweli would be if he came out right now today. Um, mm. Lucci Lone is from Philly. He got that young boy swag, but Lucci fits in the middle. He got that young boy swag with traditional hip-hop morals so he feels like he has to say something in every record but he gives you that young boy fun swag that you could bounce to in the club um mm-hmm. we also got cactus who's from north carolina cactus because he's from north carolina he does something called trap rock because he's from north carolina he got the little the trap music but he does it over like rock sound over rock music which is amazing oh. um gotta hear that. we got yeah, we got my boy Eisenpower, who to me is an incredible lyricist from from Florida. But when you think of an artist from Florida, you think he's gonna give you trap music, but he's so hip hop it's ridiculous. Like beyond hip hop, like he's the real deal. Um, then from from Queens, we have two artists from Queens, New York, who is Money Mark, who has that young boy. Um, uh, daytime radio sound and we have B-Dub who covers also traditional hip-hop as well and then we have mm-hmm. a group from California who's uh, called Rain Major who are uh, you know two-man group who are incredible they cover you know they can kind of touch and you can put them on uh, if you play Maybach you can play if you play anything from Maybach you, you play Maybach you play Rain Major and then you play anything Young Money and won't miss a beat you know mm-hmm. what I mean so we got it. We got it all covered, yo. So we, you know, we're just trying to 
I'm just trying to get these artists out here because, like I said, I, I'm real passionate about anything that I do. And these are cats that I believe in. And every time they send me records, not every record they have, I, I'm crazy about. But right. all every record that they have is good. But the ones that they send me that I'm crazy about, I mean, these are automatic hit records. And I need to get this out to the people. Um, I'm not going to. I got, you know, a lot of major or, you know, indie majors calling me all day asking how can they be down? Could, they, could I bring my whole situation over to them? I do mm. have a deal right now with uh, with Sony Red Distribution, but I'm mm-hmm. maybe pulling out of that. I'm not sure right now. I'm just kind of waiting for options. So mm. I'm reaching out to everybody that's a Billy Dance fan, that's an MOP fan, that believe in me and believe in what I do and can and, and, and understand that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so passionate about this music that, I'm not going out to find artists that don't deserve. So I'm reaching out for everybody to maybe make a, uh, a financial contribution to help me move the label uh, a little further. Um, uh, do an Indiegogo campaign that we're doing. If you know anybody want to make any kind of contribution or whatever, just go to Indiegogo.com, uh, search We Build Hit, and make a contribution. Even if you can't make a financial contribution, spread the word for us. Let it let help us get this out. We need to get this out around the world. You know what I mean? These artists deserve it. And uh, I'm going to stand behind them 210%. And I'm going to stand behind you as well. Bodega Fresh oh. will definitely support all the things that you're doing, all the artists. I definitely want to get them on the show and play their music as well. You're definitely welcome to you know, introduce me to them and let me know and we'll schedule something. We'll get it going because I want everyone to know out there, Billy Dance of MOP, We Build Hits is coming out and you guys need to really support, support the fundraising on, what is it called again? Indiegogo? Indiegogo.com and just mm-hmm. uh, search, search We Build Hits. When you go to Indiegogo.com, just put in the search engine, um, we build hits, and the page will come up, and you can make a contribution. You know, and there's a lot of perks on there too. Like, you know, if you drop, you know, twenty five dollars, you'll get the CD that we put out. If you drop X amount right. of dollars, I'll get on the jack with you, on the Skype with you, help you out through anything that right. you're doing. That other um, perks where you you'll be uh, a special invited guest to any MOP show that come anywhere close to your city or your country. Uh, come hang out backstage take a drink, talk about it, whatever you want to do. Uh, we also have perks where it's just, you know, um, you can, you, like I said, you can get the CD, you get the poster, or you can get um, something actually on the album where we give you kind of a special shout-out and all of that, add your name into the songs or something like that, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff up there, cool stuff up there that people can get um, for, for helping out financially. And, and, and again, like I said, if you don't, if you're not able to help out financially, spread the word, let people understand what we're trying to do, we're trying to build here. We got some great artists and we, we plan on winning and with your help and support, like we'll be able to do it. So again, just go to Indiegogo.com and search We Build Hits and help the family out. Let's go get it. Yeah, y'all heard him. Go support We Build Hits and look out for the artists that are about to drop on on this fabulous label. I love what you're doing, and I'm definitely 100% behind you. Definitely want to bring you back on the show in a few months just to see where, you know, you stand and, you know, whoever you have dropping, just let me know. And, you know, we'll get them on the show. I'll definitely get the word out. And it's Bodega Fresh, you guys. And I'm going to get into uh, 187, actually, the dirty version. <laughs> and again, the video's coming out, and so I was really dropping on Halloween, but I'm going to play it here special for you guys. So 187 by MOP. Again, you guys, go support Billy Danz's new label, We Build Hits. And it's just more than just a label, actually. It's really giving back to uh, the community of artistry and um, bringing back that traditional hip-hop and, and all kinds of genres of music, not just hip-hop, but rock and um, trap music, everything. So support you guys. It's Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine, Billy Dance. Thank you again for coming on the show. 
And I also want to give a special shout-out to Michelle for hooking me up with the interview. Michelle is awesome. I just love that girl. She's so wonderful. So this is 187, you guys, from MOP, Odega Fresh Year. Yeah.